Hey, 80s Nation. Stuck in the 80s is proud to announce that we're partnering up again with the 80s Cruise for their 2017 voyage. Go to www.the80scruise.com for more information. And remember, use the special promo code STUCK when booking to get hundreds of dollars off your regular cabin rates. Brad and I will see you on board. And now, on with the show. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. <laughs> because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, and today we play a little catch-up with 80s News Now. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. With me as always, uh, fresh back from the 80s cruise, it's Brad in L.A. Oh my gosh, re-entry was bumpy this week, man. I, I really enjoyed my week in 1984-ish, let's say. Coming back to work, back to like actual... Adult responsibilities, kind of a drag. Yeah, dry land. Yeah, I don't mind the room swaying slightly. That was fine, but like the paying bills and having to actually go to work and do stuff. Ugh. Yeah. And hopefully, joining us uh, for the 2017 cruise, uh, we have Just Drew. I really want to. I'm so insanely jealous of what you guys did on that cruise. It looked like so much freaking fun. It was a good time. <laughs> it feels like it was a month ago. It really yeah, does. It yeah. was it was well. It was kind of out of time, you know. The fact that you didn't have access to your phone—well, you had access to your phone, but your phone couldn't do anything other than take pictures. Uh, you know, it just was—it was kind of a week apart from your normal life. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. It's just kind of—it's kind of out there in the past, someplace. Kind of like the '80s. <laughs> Ooh. So yeah, it, it's been a kind of a weird reentry, which is why earlier today I was trying to kind of reconnect to it, and I. I built this like 60 or 70 photo slideshow with music behind it. Oh, cool. And I sent it to you guys. Uh, Drew's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. It's That's one of those things that I watch and I think, oh, man, I missed out on so much. <laughs> I need to check it, really it out. It is fun. Yeah. It's really fun. And you guys talked uh, while you were on the cruise. You did those podcasts. And it was cool because you were talking about, oh, this costume or that costume. And of course, all of us landlubbers were like, well, what does that look like? Now we yeah. get a chance to actually see it. Yeah. Yeah, Steve's usually pretty strong with us about you can't talk about that. It's visual, but you know. <laughs> well, now I support it. Good reason, yeah, good reason. yeah. The visual parts come. So I'll post it on the Facebook page at some point, and uh, you can check it out. And if it doesn't make you yearn for the 2017 cruise, well, then I didn't do my job right. That's that's my whole point. Yeah, good for me. I really am looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I got to figure out a way to pay for this. You don't really need two kidneys. <laughs> sort of GoFundMe page or something. How you doing? It's Fan Ball One Veterans of Change. My mama needs a life. I have no money to give you. Please, anything. But uh, one of the things while we were gone and and in the and in the warm up as we were getting ready with all the chaos, trying to write uh, four uh, trivia quizzes that turned out to be five. But uh, 
we, we lost a lot of the news. Like we lost some of the news that happened right before we left and a lot of the news, you know, while we were gone. So we thought, uh, what better way to get back to, uh, the swing of things than a new episode of eighties news. Now you guys ready? Ready. Let's do this thing. those about to rock, please do so quietly. Uh, it turns out that ACDC is having to reschedule 10 upcoming concert dates on the U.S. tour because Brian Johnson is about to go deaf. Ooh. Yeah, that's scary. It is scary. Uh, the band issued an official statement earlier this week saying ACDC lead singer Brian Johnson has been advised by doctors to stop touring immediately or risk total hearing loss. Wow. You know, as someone who who has um, tinnitus, when that first started up with my ears, I was kind of worried because, you know, my job as an as an editor, it's both video and audio, and so I have to be able to hear stuff. And um, the thought of going deaf is is really really frightening. So I can only imagine what he's going through, as you know, a rock and roll legend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, here's where there's like a knowledge gap on my part. I mean, I, I've seen them in concert, and they're ridiculously loud. I mean, they're easily the loudest band I've ever seen oh, times, wow. times, times 10. Uh, and they he, have that reputation, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like – but don't – as a member of the band, don't you have some sort of protection? I mean, aren't you wearing like – uh, You have access to it. I mean, if he chose not to – if he wasn't using it early in his career, yeah. you know, that damage could have been done. Uh, you know, it's just hard to say. I mean, yeah, you're right. If you if you go to a concert now, you look and they all have the in-ear monitors just to protect themselves. I mean, there are so many – you know, you, there's a list, you know, as long as, as rock and roll itself of – Guys that were in big bands that can't hear anymore. You know, Pete Townsend has hearing problems, and you name it. Dave Grohl actually says that all he hears is me. I mean, it's just really bad. Yeah. Well, the, the first two or three concerts I saw, that's all I heard. I remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not ready for it. I don't no. care how loud you play your home stereo, you yeah. cannot approximate the sound of seeing Loverboy, you know, from the second row in 1982. Yeah. You just can't. Um, same year I saw ACDC on uh, For Those About to Rock. And I, that my ears rang for three or four days afterwards. Yeah. We'll imagine doing that every night and not wearing protection no. on yeah. your ears. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's going to have some long-term hearing loss. And like they said, if, if he doesn't stop. Um, though one of the things that they said, which, which Steve, I know you wanted to talk about, was that they might have some guest vocalists. Yeah. Now, I'm not a, not a huge fan of that idea. It's kind of an odd... Just take a. I mean, it's only ten dates. Take, yeah, cancel you know, the dates. Take time off. Yeah, cancel, cancel the dates. dates. And then you know, come up with a strategy. I mean, come on, Morrissey does it all the time. I don't see what the big <laughs> deal is. <laughs> well, now is that the, that becomes my next question though? Is does that mean Brian Johnson is going to be able to go to go back to touring? Because this isn't something that just kind of goes away if you stop touring for a little bit and then you right. come back and you're fine. This is yeah. something that's been cumulative and it's going to be bothering him for the rest of his life. Yeah, are the I mean I don't I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV, but yeah, hearing loss is if it was something they could fix, they would be fixing it. There wouldn't be this huge market yeah, for hearing right. aids and and I mean I guess we're being a little 
greedy here. I mean, it's not like is this how long has the band been together now? I mean, Brian Johnson's been singing with them since 1980. Yeah. So what? That's 36 years they've he's given us. I mean, if he if he has to retire now, I mean, he certainly has earned it. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. like you know. <sighs> I mean, it's, yeah. On, on a scale of tragedies, you know, that's that's not even in the top ten. I mean, <laughs> well, it's a personal yeah. tragedy for him. I mean, well, I, no, I can only if, imagine how isolating sure. it would be to be deaf. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying he. I mean, he stops now. He doesn't go deaf. He just because right. it seems like the band at a point now where it may be a good time to call it quits. I mean, you've lost one guitarist already, a founding member of the band who's suffering from dementia. You got your original drummer, uh, I think still under house arrest back in <laughs> yeah. Australia. I mean, it, maybe now's the yeah. time to say, okay, you know, you know, we had a great run. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, that's a good point. Do, do you think we have a lot of deaf listeners to the podcast, Steve? <laughs> I, a couple that wish they were maybe. Have I told you the, the, the most insensitive thing I ever said in my life? Uh, we were in. I was in a meeting when I worked at Disney, uh, working for Disney Channel, and we were sending uh, videotapes to Apple when they were about to start providing video in the iTunes Store. Like we were one of the launch titles. It was like super secret stuff. And somebody asked if we should be sending captioned copies of the tapes up, and I said, "Oh yeah, right." For all the deaf people that have iPods, and yeah, everybody in the room just looked at me like, "You dick! You dick!" How much longer was it after that that they let you go? Yeah, exactly. It was a couple of years, at least, I'm sure. Maybe I planted the seeds that day. That's that's when the deaf people the deaf finally people, yeah, found the out. The deaf people caucus had me, had me out. At, they finally heard about they it. They read the transcripts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they sent the self-addressed stamped envelope. Now, real quick, though, there was a, I saw a guy who volunteered to be one of the guest vocalists. guy named uh, – and I'm going to screw his name up and I apologize – uh, to all the Swedish listeners out there, but Pell Almquist, who's the lead singer of the Hives, and they've actually toured with uh, ACDC. He is a huge fan of Brian Johnson's. And in this like um, Facebook post that the band has, he says, I, I, uh, I'm sad to hear that Brian can't do this. I'd love to step in as a guest vocalist. Uh, and I'd like to put my foot forward as, as a, you know, as an option. And he just talks about how, ACDC was one of the first bands that he ever listened to and how much he loved them and what an honor it would be. Huh, that's cool. So, I mean, there's one option. Yeah. I hear Arnel Pineda's available. <laughs> yeah. So, well, anyway, best wishes to uh, Brian Johnson. I, I've had a chance to meet the guy, and he really is an amazing human being. And uh, whatever's, whatever works out best for him works out best for us, too. Yeah. One of the great interviews that was stuck in the 80s. The 30th anniversary of Ferris Bueller's Day Off is nearly upon us, so it's only right that we all plan to attend the definitive event marking the nine times our favorite Shermer High students skip school. I'm talking, of course, about Ferris Fest. Have you guys heard about this? I hadn't until you brought it up, and it looks like really a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw the link, but I hadn't really looked into it too closely until the other day. Like, damn, they got a lot going on. Yeah. Well, let me sketch it out for you in case you guys haven't been paying attention. Uh, the event takes place May 20th through 22nd in and around Lake Forest, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, I imagine. Uh, there's a screening of the movie. 
that's going to be set at the uh, John and Nancy Hughes Theater. How cool is that? Oh, nice. Film critic Richard Roper will be hosting it. Um, there'll be appearances from Cindy Pickett and uh, uh, Lehman Ward, who are uh, played Ferris's parents. Not the uh, principal? Uh, Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he still has that bracelet. You know, I think not so. To- <laughs> Sad. Can't leave the state. Been near a high school. Last I heard, um, there were other stars from the movie that were they were still in negotiations to uh, to have appear at this. Tickets for this uh, actually went on sale a few weeks ago. Because there's a limited number of seats in the theater, uh, a package deal for the entire weekend is limited to just 300 people. Um, wow. But oh, there, are, but there are other events. That's um, going to sell out fast. Yeah, there's other events though you can go to like just you can go on that don't include the screening. So. But some of the events include um, – there's obviously the movie screening. There's a meet and greets with the stars. There is a uh, twist and shout parade recreation. That sounds fantastic. That sounds crazy. Yeah, uh, it sounds a little too crazy to me. It sounds like a little pushing a little too hard. But, you know, I you give them props so? for trying. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, think think I, think that's the, I think that's the signature moment of the weekend. If they blow that, <laughs> things off. We'll never yeah. do it again for the 40th anniversary. There's uh, there's a tour of uh, filming locations. You get admission to the uh, Art Institute of Chicago. Very nice. Um, the was it the Sears Tower then, but now it's called yeah. the Willis Tower. Yep. Yeah. Get, get up to the Sky Deck. Uh, Wrigley Field admission. You get to see the exact seats where uh, Ferris and Cameron sat during the game. All that sort of stuff. You get to see his house. You get to see Shermer High School. You get to see um, well Cameron's house, not Ferris's house. I yeah, only Ferris's recently house, found Ferris's out. House is, yeah, it's here in Long Beach. Right. I used to live not too far from Ferris's house. Nice. Well, anyway, if you were able to get a ticket for the complete full three-day package, it's 300 bucks. Um, but if you're just wanting to go up to Chicago, if you live near Chicago, individual events started at only $10. So, hey, yeah. all right. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's yeah, price for a fan, too. All right. I like it. That's, uh, that's 1986 prices for sure. It's one of those things. I think you know we, we talked about whether or not as stuck in the 80s we would go up for that or not. It, it comes r- so close to the heels of the 80s cruise that I think that uh, I'm going to have to pass up on it this year. But yeah, my travel budget will not allow it at this time. Yeah, yeah no, no kidding. Uh, let's move along. Also, are you doing Worked this? all night on a drink rum. It's been rumored for years, and now it's official. Or is it? Uh, rumor has it that Beetlejuice 2 is ready to go and start shooting. A website called showbizspy.com says Tim Burton has been given the green light from the studio on a script and that Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder will reprise their roles from the 1988 movie. Love Broker. <laughs> oh, oops, wrong movie. Wrong movie. Uh, here's the problem. Um, now we're starting to get conflicting reports. Yeah. Uh, Drew to- Drew knows about this. Yeah, I saw this thing that came out. Tim Burton's rep said, absolutely not. Whatever was leaked was a hoax and that he is actually prepping other movies, uh, including Dumbo, which makes sense. One was... They're remaking Dumbo? Well, they're remaking Dumbo. Remember, Burton did uh, Alice in Wonderland. 
and it was a massive hit for Disney. So they're really looking at what other animated films he could redo as a live action. I mean, it's just kind of like... Dumbo, that just sounds so troubling, I can't even imagine. Well, I mean, have you seen uh, Jungle Book? That looks kind of interesting. At first, I didn't care because I love the original Jungle Book, but I don't know. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah. I I mean, I'll be curious to see what he comes up with, but Dumbo, wow. But Dumbo. but uh, totally totally sidetracked. Sorry. Yeah, but so, yeah, uh, Burton's real rep said, nope, that's not the case. Uh, That the other – I had heard that that Michael and Winona had actually agreed to do this a long time ago. They've always just been waiting on Burton, but he's got other projects in the work. But here's – Here's what, here's what I, here's what I don't understand. A lot of media outlets over the last couple of years have confirmed so many parts of this. Like, yeah. Variety has said that a script is already in the works. I mean, uh, and all of that could be true. Yeah, yeah that I mean, could absolutely be true. That's Hollywood. I mean, yeah. you know, that must drive you guys crazy having to deal with that crap all the time. Not really. You just don't pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> what you actually end up doing is you start calling around and saying, "Hey, you know, can I get in on this? Can I work on this?" And that's when you find out a lot of it's like, oh, that's when you find out just how close to development right. and, and yeah. shooting it really is. You really don't Are they believe hiring anything. Rips? Yeah, you don't believe anything <laughs> until they're actually just about to go shoot the film. Yeah. That's when right. you know, okay, this is actually happening. Other than that, it's yeah. all rumor and conjecture. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you know, if you want to see Beetlejuice, I know where you need to go. And not to just keep plugging the hell out of this, but there were what, six, eight Beetlejuices <laughs> on the 80s cruise? <laughs> Places oh, lousy with Beetlejuices. I didn't expect that either. No, but, uh, I didn't either. And I'm sure the, everyone on the boat was like, "Oh damn, Arr, oh, there's twelve of us!" Ah! But there was one. That, there was one Beetlejuice who was the Beetlejuice with his head shrunken, and I thought that was pretty. Cool. Oh, that's cool. But anyway, so yeah. So one of the interesting pieces about the alleged quote, which now is like debatable whether or not it was an anonymous quote or something like that, too, or it was an anonymous source that gave us the Tim Burton quote saying it was a done deal. And part of the quote said. The cast members we want are all on board. And I kind of wonder what that's if, – if that quote is true or if that part of the quote is true, I mean, what cast members did they want? Which cast members did they not want? I mean uh, Keaton and Ryder yeah. have always said they wanted to do it. But what about Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis? You know, The aforementioned Jeffrey Jones, uh, Catherine O'Hara. There's only two characters who cannot repeat their roles and that's Glenn Shaddix who played Otho. He died in 2010. And uh, Sylvia Sidney, who played uh, Juno, passed away in 1999. So, Was it from I, smoking? <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. It's a class four apparition. It's okay. She seems peaceful. My name is Erin Gilbert, doctor of particle physics. <laughs> That stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. Now there's sightings all over the city. There are people out there that need our help. Holtzman, you're a brilliant engineer. Erin, ah! no one's better at quantum physics than you. We can provide a real service. Join the club. You guys are really smart about this science stuff, but I know New York. And I can borrow a car from my uncle. Uh, you didn't disclose that the vehicle was going to be a hearse. It's a Cadillac! Well, this movie we know is happening, right? Because there's a trailer out this for This one's it. been shot. Seems pretty this likely, yeah. 
So, have you guys seen the the new trailer for Ghostbusters? I have. Yes, I have. What do you think? I kind of want to see what Drew has to say because he's like the pro at this stuff. Uh, okay, here's my feeling about it. They really did an interesting job connecting the old movie to the new movie, and then they did an interesting job completely disassociating it from the old movie. <laughs> it, it made no sense to me to bring all that stuff back and then just drop it off because they aren't actually going to – they showed the original fire station that they used in the original Ghostbusters movies. Apparently, that's not even in the film. And then the thing about the hearse. They were like, oh, it's a hearse. Yeah, that's from the first movie. I mean, wouldn't they have known that if they know about the fire station? There were little things about that that really made me nuts. And I really feel they kind of missed the boat by not actually using the real song. I mean, they played this kind of. Maybe Huey Lewis would license it. it to him. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the studio owns that song. Yeah. Here's my guess. I have, a, I have some guesses here. First of all, I think the trailer was cut in such a way to deliberately connect them. Oh, even absolutely. Though, even though even I can doesn't. guarantee you the movie doesn't. Yeah. But if you're but if, why wouldn't you? If I were yes. if I were cutting the trailer, I would do the same thing. I would absolutely connect them. I mean That's but, called borrowed equity. I have no problem borrowing equity. Yeah, yep. that's what makes already the housing got, market. Already got you're remake, this. you're yep. remaking a movie. You're 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 stealing the equity, you know? So like <laughs> why not borrow at least a little bit on the trailer? I mean it's so I watched it the first time, and I kind of liked it. Then I watched it a couple more times, and what stood out to me is that it I, it has that humor today of today's movies that I don't really like, which is just this kind of like uh, awkward, like humor out of awkwardness. Okay. Yes. Oh, we're, we're going to talk over each other, and that's and that's a joke. Ha <laughs> ha It's really funny. We were we just talked over each other. I mean, stuff like that where it's. It's not really clever funny. It's awkward funny. It's cringe humor. Cringe humor, exactly. Yes. I don't like cringe humor. Okay. Yeah. So um, I just don't. There's something about it that as the more I the more I looked at it. Of course, you're not really supposed to sit there and study a trailer to the degree that I probably studied this and, one. And yet everyone does. Yeah. Because right. they're available yeah. for that. But I, the more I started watching, the more I realized – because I originally – I wrote up a nice little blog item where I said it doesn't look as bad as we thought it would, which is – I don't know what that even means. <laughs> That's called damning it with faint praise. Right. There's there's an art form to writing a blog, a blog headline that will make people read your blog item and that's <laughs> – I'm the king of – I will do that. I don't I – don't, I, will, I will give you clickbait from time to time because yeah. if I just said, oh, this movie trailer sucks. You won't <laughs> believe what happens in the trailer. Yeah. Doctors hate with- him. Yeah, so it's like this one simple trick. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't like it now. I probably won't see it when it comes out in theaters, and uh, I'll be shocked if it gets a, a B or above as far as a review goes. Well, let me give you my take on it. Now that I basically said I want to hear what everyone else has to say, I kind of liked it. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, I kind of liked of course it. And here's you the did. thing. Here's oh, the thing. Bitch. Well, okay. Go ahead. Maybe, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm getting a little you emotional. Know, we, we could. We could disagree. That's okay. But here's the thing. Here is the framework in which I liked it. I think about Ghostbusters 2 and what a turd in the punch bowl that was. And I thought, you know what? This at least looks funny. There's so they change. I'm glad they changed the story around a little bit. Looks different. They're definitely bringing the full power of 2016 special effects to it. Will I go see it? No, of course I won't go see it because I don't see movies in the theater anymore. I can't remember the last time I was in a theater. But when it's on pay TV, yeah, I'll probably watch it. That's so reasonable. I'm just mostly worried that it's – you say that it, it, you know, it's a whole new movie, and yet they seem to be doing the exact same casting as the original. 
you know you're like, you're absolutely right i mean it's interesting the pieces that they pulled in like oh it's the female egon exactly oh, it's the female vankman and and then of course the obligatory minority character who is the one who doesn't have a college degree who just needs the job i mean it's it's it's, it's as blatant of a ripoff as it gets well, actually, uh, Vetmore was a PhD, if you remember, if you did your reading. Uh, Winston? Yeah. His what, part was cut way, way, way down. Way, way back. I was just going to yeah, bring way, that up. Way, way back to the point that you don't remember that he had a PhD. Yeah. Well, because it's not mentioned been, in the movie. It didn't make the cut. Yeah, the no. original script had, had Winston like having an army background, and he also did a lot of science stuff. Yeah, he, he wasn't just some guy off the street. Super uh-huh. genius. <laughs> Well, anyway, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, not two, just plain old Ghostbusters, uh, set for a summer release date. Let's move along. I am the monarch of the sea. Let's celebrate. You guys ready to talk 80s Cruise for just a few minutes more? Absolutely. Let's talk about it. We have the official lineup for the 2017 80s Cruise, finally. Are you ready? Here we go. Headliner, Cheap Trick. Fresh off their uh, induction into the Rock Hall of Fame. Super fun live. Oh, my God. Amazing live. Uh, Belinda Carlisle from the Go-Go's. Steve likes sleeping, so he'll go to that set. <laughs> She's good. She'll, she plays her solo stuff, and then she'll play a no, couple. I, I was going to say, she'll play Go-Go's, right? we disagreed on. Was, I, but, I famously fell asleep during her set like eight years ago when she did the Regeneration tour. But that, in, in my defense, the Regeneration show was like 23 hours long. <laughs> Not really, but it felt <laughs> like it. And uh, when she played Circles in the Sand, I, I, took a, I, took a, my, I rested my eyes for a few minutes. Brief, and anyway, so <laughs> if I te- if I get a chance to interview her, I will not be telling her that story. Here we go, Survivor. So that's good. That, uh, that's yeah. going to have the original lineup. Uh, they have a new singer. They have they? a new singer. One of their singers died. It, 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 they'll be good. They're very good live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Debbie Gibson it will be there. So she'll. Yeah, she'll I wonder she, if she's going to play the prom this year. She'd be great. She's got. I, I can name more Debbie Gibson songs than I can Tiffany songs. Oh yeah. Here's a good one. Here's the one I've been waiting for. Morris Day and the Time. That is going to be awesome. Morris Day and the Time. That is going to – oh, my God. Do they still say off the hook? Because that's going to be off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, Actually, I saw them the night before I saw Belinda Carlisle about eight years ago, and they were just crazy good. Crazy good. The energy yeah, that, that like must a, be there. Wasn't that like a throw-in on that tour? Like, oh, hey, Morris Day also is in town. We should go see yep, them. Yep. He was. He, yeah. he played like a lounge uh, at uh, the so Flamingo. Great. It was seriously of all the concerts I've ever been to. The, on this on this 2017 cruise, I don't Morris Day at the time. I will sneak in and see both shows. Uh, <laughs> we still we still rebel. have so many more. Still yeah. have so many more. Colin Hay from Men at Work will be there. Nice. He's people love seeing him live. He's he's got like a legion of fans, and rightfully so. Just saw him a couple months ago myself. Here we go. This is the one. Berlin with Terry Nunn. I saw Berlin and Terry Nunn about um, I want to say about two years ago up in Big Bear. She played yeah. a little venue up there. She is amazing. She is she has not lost anything. Her voice is so fantastic. That's going to be a great show. You wrote a review for that for the blog. Yeah, I did. Oh, she yeah. was so great. Brad and I saw her in L.A. at the Hollywood Bowl. 
Yeah. No, I was and there for that one. Unfortunately, she only got about two songs. Yeah, that, that was night. the problem. Yeah. She only had like four. Like, yeah. We need a. I want a set. You know, come on. Yeah, I got to see her show alone, and she was just tremendous. That's gonna be so much fun. Uh, the Romantics doing their hit song. What I like about Drew. <laughs> <laughs> also appearing, Men Without Hats. They're just going to do their one song, right? No, they're not going to do their. <laughs> no, they'll actually they'll do two songs at least. Pop goes the world is my. Oh yeah, actually. that's right. Pop goes I the world is the one. best video ever featuring freakishly large infant hands playing keyboard. Yeah, of course. I, I got to do a whole top ten list on that. And then uh, uh, when in Rome, UK will also be there. Nice. So we'll get to hear the promise. Um, that is a strong lineup. Yeah, it is. that's pretty damn solid. It's worth it alone for Cheap Trick, Morris Day, Colin Hay, and Berlin. Yeah. Poor Debbie Gibson. I'm really excited, too, because of the locations it's going. Cozumel, Grand Cayman, Ocho Rios. That's actually Ocho Rios is where I had my honeymoon. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Yeah. Did you climb uh, Dun River Falls? I did. Were yeah. you there? Did I, did I see you? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's required when you go to, to so. Ocho Rios. Absolutely. Yeah, as someone who's I've – I've been on like close to 20 cruises now, and I can tell you that the itinerary for this cruise – um, is easily my favorite. I love yeah. the Western Caribbean. So, yeah, so you get Cozumel, Mexico. Cozumel is like a little island uh, off the coast of Mexico. It's got it's It's got some Mayan ruins, or you can take the ferry across to the mainland, and you can go to Tulum and see some more Mayan ruins. Let's go to Tulum. Tulum. That's where I'm going. Really? That's fun. Yeah. It's right on – there's literally like little Mayan ruins right on a cliff looking down into the sea. It's amazing. Um, you know why I like Tulum, Steve. You know, I know you love it when I bring this up. What? It's a featured location in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, you son of a- <laughs> I knew you'd work that into the show. That's the last mention for this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? And if you if you don't want to, if you're more of a party mood, uh, Cozumel has like one of the original uh, uh, senior frogs, or, or it seems like it's the original senior frogs. Anyway, anyway, there's plenty of great places to party in Cozumel. There's also some great places to eat. Uh, Grand Cayman in the Cayman Islands. If I were going to retire somewhere, that's where I would go. Well, it is the grandest of the Cayman <laughs> Islands. Right. Yeah. If you are a, into snorkeling or scuba diving, that is the place. That is, has the best diving in the world. Oh, cool. Um, and the best snorkeling too. So, And if you just want to chill out, they have Seven Mile Beach. If you ever saw the movie The Firm, when they go to the islands, that's Grand Cayman. Yeah. So it's also where they make rum cake and Caribbean meat pies, which is where how, how I'll be spending my time. <laughs> Caribbean meat pies. That Jeez. doesn't sound right. Yeah, that sounds oof. <laughs> oh, it's great, man. It's I think I'll stick with the crab cake thing. Sitting in the sun, to for me. eating meat pies. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about? The little puff, rum cake. The little puff pastries, you know, with the spicy beef in it. Oh, they're fantastic. And then uh, the aforementioned Ocho Rios in Jamaica. I mean, Drew, you can attest to it. That's just there doesn't come much gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's it's literally the uh, emerald green waters. They, it's yeah, and you can see there. It's so clear. I remember at one point we were we were on a, a party barge, and we were over about twenty feet of water, and you could see the rocks at the bottom. I mean, it's so, the water's so yeah. Clear. All all the locations here. I mean, Cozumel has great uh, snorkeling too, and I think Cozumel has like a dolphin encounter as well. So it's like if, if that's like your thing. But um, Ocho Rios, Dun River Falls, I've probably done it like four or five times now, so I probably skip it this time. But it's the it's the, it's what is it like five hundred feet, six hundred feet of a. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's really a lot of fun. It's just kind of a touristy thing to do, and and it's just fun to do. 
you all lock hands in a big group and you snake your way up the waterfall. And the water just feels amazing because it'll be 85 degrees at least that day. And the water is like nice and cold. And oh, I, I, I can jump into it right now, actually. But uh, it's going to be, and the ship has changed this year. It'll be, not be the Holland America Eurodam, it'll be the Celebrity Summit. And uh, those of you who have not cruised on Celebrity, they are renowned for their food and uh, for their wine. It is a cruise line that is geared exactly at our age demographics. Woohoo! So. I'm really I got to figure out a way to go because it sounds like first off I got to figure out a way to get in shape. I can't go on a cruise <laughs> and look like I do right now. I need to uh, I need to hit the gym once in a while. Eh, yeah, walking the dog ain't doing it, man. No, you'll fit right in with the rest of 80s Nation, my friend. <laughs> you couldn't have looked any worse than I did on this last cruise. Um, the uh, if you want, if you're interested in going, you can find out more information at the80scruise.com. We will have a stuck in the 80s promo code very, very soon. So look for that. That will get you some discounts that we we have. We're still negotiating right now. The um, there are Steve has to iron out how many minutes your foot rub is. You yeah. Know. Oh, are you guys doing five foot rubs instead of trivia things? So that's nice. Steve, nice Steve is. Oh, okay. Steve is, That'd be yeah. great. Sure. Yeah. And there are monthly payment plans. So, you know, you don't have to fork it all over at once. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be an, an amazing trip. I mean, it'd be really interesting to me to see what changes they make in the cruise now that the first one's kind of under the belt, you know. Yeah, sure. What did they yeah, what did they learn? What do they want to do? I mean, we did the same thing when we were driving back from Fort Lauderdale, what should we do differently next year to make trivia better? Right. And you know they're doing the same thing on a bigger scale. Sure, sure. And I, I can tell you already, you know, because Brad and I will be back doing trivia again. Um, Woohoo! And we have – we've already talked it over a billion times. We have some really good ideas on, on how to make it even better for next year, including much, much, much better prizes. Um, More funnerness. Yes. More entertainery. <laughs> So less shenaniganizing, so, and more entertainer. So throughout the year, you'll hear you'll probably hear some interviews with some of the bands that'll be on the ship. Um, you'll probably hear from our our cruise f- director friend Dane again, and we'll ask him. That'll be the first question we ask him. Hey, what are you going to do differently this year? You know, what do you what surprises do you have? I know, I know. Last year he deliberately kind of didn't want to tell us everything because he wanted to surprise us, and yeah, <laughs> sure and he did. He did. He did. He did big time. I mean, I was yeah. not a single day went by where I wasn't. Like completely surprised or sh- shocked, always pleasantly so, and and what they did. And if you're on the fence, stuck in the '80s nation uh, about going, just t- watch the video that Steve's going to post, the slideshow. It's it looks like so much fun. It was so much. Fun. I mean, what else are you going to do with that tax refund check? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come join us. You know, it was so fun on to the hang high out seas with, with listeners. Not just listeners, but all of '80s Nation. But uh, it was just really cool to connect with people. Yeah, I mean, we we had a, we had um, people who have listened to our podcast for years, ate dinner with us every night. We you know we went to we, we sat together at the shows. We uh, we drank one or two too many Maker's Marks together. Yeah, I think we drank the boat out. Didn't of I Maker's hear that? Mark. You guys said yeah. Yeah, the boat was out of Maker's Mark. Yeah, nicely done, gentlemen. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. So I'm not one bit sorry. I regret nothing. <laughs> you know what we'll never run out of? The, the Saggies. Because we can't get enough cruise action, this letter comes from our special friend, Ryan Lehew. Brad, will you do the honors? 
Oh, nothing would please me more than to give voice to Mr. Lehew. The reason we say that is he corrected my pronunciation of his last name on the boat at least twice. Apparently you needed it, so. Well, yeah, I mean, people get to tell you how to say their name. That's fair. Ryan writes, over Halloween weekend in 2014, Huey Lewis and the News' website reported them playing two shows in February of 2016 on something called the 80s Cruise. Soon after that, a podcast I regularly listen to, stuck in the 80s, maybe you've heard of it, began advertising for said cruise. They were in. I called up my Huey Lewis and the News buddy Dave and said, I know this is crazy and it's mad expensive, but there's this cruise. And I proceeded to give him the rundown. With no hesitation, he said, let's do it. Soon after, we booked the cruise, with the code stuck, of course, and the countdown was on. And what a year it was. A year of personal ups and downs, all smoothed out, knowing that eventually, February 2016, and the 80s cruise would happen. Sure enough, it came. All the excitement, all the buildup, all the hype, and it was finally here. And boy, was it everything I'd hoped it would be and more. I've never been on a cruise. But I was told what to expect by many people who'd been on several. It was nothing quite like what the 80s cruise would be. And I met the two very cool people who host my favorite podcast. Now he's pandering. I know. This okay. sounds like Ed in <laughs> Springfield again. I'm really getting he's suspicious. Pandering. He's pandering. He's pandering. And we love it. Instantly, it felt like I was meeting friends. I felt like they were friends already as I'd listened for years. But there's a certain disconnect when you only know people as voices in your earbuds. Now they were real. And they were very cool. I did not pay him to say that. <laughs> Although I will consider it. Uh, I made new friends and fellow trivia champions at the Stuck in the 80s cocktail party. I made new friends in modern English after almost dying on the elevator with their drummer. And I waited in line for three hours to see Huey Lewis in the news and met people from around the world who shared my enthusiasm for this band. And for the first time in a very long time, surrounded by fans of the music, movies, pop culture, and memories of the glorious decade of the 80s, I felt like... I wasn't alone. That's so sweet. I know. If you're on the fence about going on the 80s cruise 2017, get the hell off the fence and book it. It's an unforgettable time. I promise you won't regret it. If Zool decides to grant me a miracle or a financial windfall, I'll be right there with you. So thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Stuck in the 80s Nation. Thank you, the 80s cruise. I'll never forget the music. I'll never forget the trivia. Damn you, Liberty! I'll never forget the moments, and I will always be here with you all, not alone, forever, stuck in the 80s. Ryan Lehu, Ryan the Pirate in Nashville, or whatever you like. Okay, I've just figured out what this is like. Okay, you guys know when you were younger and you'd go to a movie, or you wouldn't go to a movie, but your friends would go see a movie for that weekend, the opening weekend, and they'd come back, and like Monday at school, they'd talk about how great the movie was, and you had no reference? That's what this is like <laughs> for me right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me let me clarify one remark that he made about Huey Lewis. Ryan did stand in line for three hours for uh, Huey Lewis, but he did that because he wanted to be front row center. Oh, okay, I was going to ask about that. The rest of us, I mean, you don't have to wait in line to. Uh, I mean, we we thought you did. Like people do wait just, in line. We just planted our moles in the line further up, and then we you yeah. Know, <laughs> but you can walk. You, I mean, it's not. There's always there's room. a seat for everybody. There's a seat yeah. for everybody, a good seat for everybody. And there's a lot of times I walked into a show just as it started, just walked right in and sat down like ten rows back. So that that might be because we were saving you a seat, Steve. But you know. <laughs> no, but seriously. There was a billion of them right behind you. So 
So that is one of the things that uh, you will uh, notice about it if you go next year. If you are also with us on the cruise and you want to send us an email, uh, the new email address is steve at sit80s.com or brad at sit80s.com. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Uh, you know the spiel here. Uh, we'll play a clip from a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, you're entered into the drawing for Do we still have any bottle openers left? I do. I do. Okay. We're gonna I'm the proud back. owner of one of those bottle openers. Thank you, gentlemen. I gave away a bunch um, on the cruise. so You know what we have? We have some leftover um, green rubber stuck knees bracelets, don't we, Brad? I do. I have a healthy supply of those. So, Probably more of those than I do bottle openers. So maybe maybe you'll get that instead. So we'll see. Well, yeah. yeah put in your request when you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bottle opener or a green bracelet. Uh, pay attention. Here's the clip from the last time we did this segment over a month ago. What is the best time of the month for a woman to <sighs> conceive? At night? Yes, that's Grease 2. I did not know this one. Do you know the movie? I know of the movie. I'm not 100% sure I've seen this movie. That's, I've never seen this all the way through. It's not great, but people love it. I mean, I I, I had the soundtrack, you know, at, at that time. I mean, I've probably seen it fifty times, but there is a certain amount of shame in admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, go ahead and read the winners. Winners this week include Joseph Siski, Bo Fournay, <laughs> Bo. Uh, <laughs> Bo Forn- Good luck, Forneris, <laughs> Forneris. <laughs> Forneris, Bo Forneris, Beth in Turkey, and Victoria in Big Bear, California. Who writes? The answer to this week's mystery movie moment is Grease 2. Just before Mr. Stewart's class sings maybe the most uncomfortable song ever to be sung in a movie musical, Reproduction. Nothing like being a 12-year-old girl sitting next to your dad in the movie theater while they sing, Where Does the Pollen Go? It's, Where Does the Pollen Go? Well, I wouldn't know that because I've never seen the show. That's why I sang it for you. You're too kind. Give, 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 never take. Victoria continues, Of course, I adore this movie and know it by heart, including the amazing soundtrack. Thanks for putting out your awesome podcast. I look forward to new episodes and enjoy sharing my nostalgia for my favorite decade with my children. You guys are the best. Man, I love these people that are writing in. Keep writing. Seriously, forever stuck in the 80s, Victoria, one of your three loyal female listeners in Big Bear, California. You know who else lives in Big Bear, California? Uh yeah, Debbie Foreman. Debbie Foreman. Yep. It's really nice up there. I Brad or Steve, you've never been there. Brad, you've been up there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not too far out of LA and some good skiing. Not great not great skiing like Mammoth, but some good skiing. But it's good and it's close and yeah. it's pretty. You go up there for the weekend, just yep. chill in the cabin. Cool. We should go up and hang out with Deborah. That would be <laughs> I think my heart just stopped. I well, know. I can finally get back <laughs> I think at I you just for heard all the eighties cruise. That make the noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. He has the key to the front door. Hmm. Which he said would only be opened over his dead body. (laughs) I suggest we take him up on that offer. If you know it, email us at... I still want to say steveinthe80s at gmail.com. You can still do steveinthe80s at gmail.com, by the way, if you want. I still get those. But what we're looking for is uh, steve at sit80s.com or brad at (laughs) sit80s.com. Okay, time for Name That 80s Tune. See what I did there? I completely uh, tried to avoid the mystical refrain reference. 
that was lovely. It doesn't. It seems awkward. I feel like I've I've somehow cheated people. Uh, we will play a snippet from a song of the eighties if you get it right. Again, you're entered into the drawing for either a bottle opener or a green bracelet. Uh, pay attention. Here's what we played last sh- month. It was. That's look with the cat dragged in by poison. hair metal there for you guys i think uh, it was time to mix it up a little bit nice every time i do this uh, i get a lot of emails from people saying not enough hair metal on the show maybe we dave need to dirt do like just a- from dave dirt does he send like 19 emails yeah dave dirt ed in springfield steve in springfield fred in springfield uh maybe we'll start a new uh seggy for just hair metal i don't know you know here's an idea if we retire one of these seggies would you want us to replace it with a hair metal seggy I mean, are these seggies getting a little old and stale? Would you like us to do something else? Uh, I don't mean to tease you, but we're going to start a new seggie in about 30 seconds. Write your idea on a $100 bill and mail it to me <laughs> at the following address. Yeah. Uh, Brad, read the winners. Winners this week include X Bruce X, who we owe a bottle opener. Hey, meet me halfway, Bruce. Send me an address. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. I have it. Well, fat lot of good that does me. I'm the one with the envelopes. Um, Jay White, Timmy in Camp Crystal Lake, Dave Dirt, Carl Withers, not Weathers, but Withers, Joe in Michigan, there's only one Joe in Michigan apparently, Mike Z, Greg from Coming, yes, really, Coming, <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> he said coming. Todd Bro, Heather Brown in Tennessee, and Matt in Connecticut. Uh, let's spin the wheel and see who gets the aforementioned uh, piece of swag. And the winner is Timmy in Camp Crystal Lake. Nice. Uh, so here's how it works, Tim. Send us a snail mail with your address and tell us what do you want, the um, bottle opener or the bracelet. Pay attention. Here's our clip for this week. If you know it, email us at steve at sitas.com, brad at sitas.com, or... SIT80s at gmail.com. Boy, that just scatters my head every time I say it. Yeah, I think, you know, choose one. <laughs> choose one. E- email Steve. I don't need all this stuff <laughs> clogging up my inbox. Email Steve, but spam Brad. Just do it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Sign him up for some interesting email list. That's always yep. fun. Oh, my gosh. And tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. I have only one question. Yay. In 27 parts. Aha, brand new segment here called Let's Get Trivial, sponsored by the 80s Cruise. Um, here's how this is going to work. Obviously, Brad and I are now the quiz masters for the 80s Cruise, and rather than wait until two weeks before the cruise to write our 80s, <laughs> our 80s questions, <laughs> well, we're going to yeah. try out some of them on our show. And how's, here's how we're going to do it. If you want to compete in this segi, just email us. Tell us, hey, I want to be on Let's Get Trivial, and give us at the topic you want to compete for. We're going to ask three questions on your chosen topic. If you get two out of three right, we will definitely send you a piece of swag. But here's the fun part. You're going to actually appear live on the show. We're going to Goodness. actually we're actually going to call you and ask you the questions over the phone and record it for the show. 
So that'll be fun and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was I was already 80s nation. I was asked, asked to be part of this, you know, 80s news now, and then they sprung this on me. <laughs> I think this is why they asked me. So I'm, I'm a little no, nervous no. about being. <laughs> I just thought of this yesterday. <laughs> Not it at all. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah so, sure. So yeah, if you compete in the future on this on this segment, we'll call you at a, at a specific time. We're not going to like call you at four in the morning. Time, yeah. And, yep. and we'll, we'll have three questions for you, and that's how we're going to do it. I think it'll be fun. Show up at your so, door at three o'clock in the morning. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in the eighties. Let's get trivial. <laughs> uh, so Drew, Drew, what topic? You picked eighties movies, right? Eighties movies, and I'm nervous about it because I don't want to look foolish picking a topic and then failing at my own topic. But let's let's watch Drew fail. Okay, here we go. Then all question, right. Question you number one. This. You got this. Question number one. In this movie. A sexually frustrated college freshman named Brad in L.A. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> a sexually frustrated college freshman named Walter Gibson travels across the country to meet a California beach bunny and in the process teaches the 80s nation how to shotgun a beer. Name that movie. The Sure Thing. Yes. Nick's a real name. Nick's your buddy. Nick's the kind of guy you can trust, kind of guy you can drink beer with. Kind of guy who doesn't mind if you puke in his car, Nick. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Love that movie. Nice. Nicely done. So do you want to double down for the second round? Let's do the second. <laughs> let's, let's go for two. Give me, give me two. Go for two. Question number two. <clears throat> in the movie Risky Business, Joel, played by Tom Cruise. Never heard of him. <laughs> or we never talk about him on the show, really. 80s Nation doesn't care about Tom Cruise anymore. Joel runs a brothel out of his parents' house while they're away on a trip. But he forgets that a college recruiter is coming by for an interview that night. What what college is it that Joel is so desperate to get into? Oh, I know it was an Ivy League school. It was an Ivy League school. Because I remember yeah. he says that. Like, it's been good, but is it Ivy League good or something like that? Yeah. Is it Richard Mazur? How come I remember the guy? <laughs> you remember the that? Character? You and yeah, I can't remember the – was it Harvard or was it Yale? Neither. Princeton? Princeton. Oh, yes. Princeton can use a guy like Joel. As Drew madly looks up the list of Ivy League schools <laughs> I on was. computer. I'm thinking, Brown, is this William so, & Mary? <laughs> Dartmouth, <laughs> Vanderbilt? I don't even know any other Ivy Leagues. I'm glad it was one of those three. Vanderbilt is uh, SEC. Ah, there we go. See? Okay, here we go. Because this is a trial run, we're going we're gonna to let you. Normally, that would be incorrect, but we'll, you All get right. the spirit of things. Here we go. Tough third question, I think. This 1987 movie was nominated for seven Academy Awards. It's set in Washington, D.C. It follows a love triangle between three professionals. Do you need more clues? Uh, it's not. Shoot, the, I can't remember the name of the movie. The, the, char- the character names are Aaron Altman, Jane Craig, and Tom Grunick. Okay, I was thinking of that Kevin Costner movie of um – Shoot, the one where he plays the Russian spy. No way, no way out. out. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, do you, are there any more clues? Let's see. Aaron Altman, Jane Craig. It's in the. Wait a minute, Tom Grunick. That's um. Oh, I know this. I know this. Uh, the news one. Talk about the news one. Uh, broadcast <laughs> news. Yes. 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 Ding 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 ding. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, because Tom was that was. Uh, wow, you pulled that one. Oh, out of the fire, it was the name because I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as a journalism major, you think I should have gotten this a little easier. I was a broadcast news journalism major. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get this. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
that. Wow. That's, yeah. That's and people compared me to Tom Grunick. That's why I think caught my attention because, like, when he gives that famous line where he says, I don't really understand the news I'm talking about, people said that was me. I've never seen you like this with anybody, so don't get me wrong when I tell you that Tom, while being a very nice guy, is the devil. Uh, it was it. It was Jen Boggs. Harsh but fair. Jen Boggs on the cruise told us we need to do a whole episode on broadcast news. Oh, it's such a great movie. It's not. It's not the kind of movie we no, it's normally do a podcast about because no, normally, like it's the it's the movies that are more teen oriented that, that yeah. people connect with. But I I love yeah. broadcast news. I'd be happy to. Do yeah, that would be a bad idea. Something to think about. I believe um, Holly Hunter's character was based on a real person. That that moment where she unplugs the phone and cries for ten minutes. <laughs> that was a real news producer's. Uh, Habit, I'm not. It wouldn't shock me. There's not. There's not a bad line in that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just tight. The sweating scene. <laughs> <laughs> Seven people are dead. I wish I was one of them. <laughs> people called in. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, concerned. Uh, so anyway, if you want to compete, uh, email us. Let us know what category, uh, and then we'll we'll. I don't know how many people are going to volunteer. So <laughs> it might be like, hey, only one person volunteered. You're it, or it could be like. 50 people volunteered and, you know, we'll get around to you. But I think it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, it wasn't like who won the Academy Award for Best Foreign <laughs> Documentary in 1984. When you said seven Academy Awards, I was like, oh, no, I really got to know this. Didn't win one of them. Oh, it didn't. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, all right. I don't think I don't think it did. Uh, I feel it feels like uh, it feels like we just finished a whole other session of uh, – Big 80s trivia. I feel I feel sp- Oh, but so much better. Time to go, so, well, that time was to fun. Go, time to go back to our cabin and record a podcast. Uh, so anyway, you know the email just by now, steve at sit80s.com or brad at sit80s.com. And uh, maybe your phone will be ringing next week. We'll be right back after this commercial. A runaway election season. Gun violence. Kanye West. In a world gone mad, one beacon of hope stands tall above the dark menace of hopelessness. I want you to want me. It's time for the 2017 edition of the 80s Cruise. Featuring Cheap Trick, Belinda Carlisle, Survivor, Morris Day in the Time, Colin Hay, Berlin, and many more great 80s bands. Join us for seven days of hijinks on the high seas, including theme nights, nightly concerts, never-ending parties, and trivia challenges hosted by Stuck in the 80s. All set sail February 11th through the 18th on the Celebrity Summit. Find out more at the80scruise.com and don't forget to use the promo code STUCK. Your life just might depend on it. You guys like the commercial or what? I cut it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> we we don't we don't have an official commercial yet from the eighties cruise for twenty seventeen, so we asked Drew to 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 put this one together for us. Yeah, Dane's still recovering from the eighties cruise, so he hasn't been in the studio to record our I new hear one his yet. voice is completely shot, so I hope you know 
Best is his best. in one of the pictures? Is his? Is, he's got to be in some of those pictures. Oh yeah, right? yeah, he's in a bunch of the pictures yeah. in the slideshow. So um, anyway, um, so there you go. That's our fun commercial. I really enjoyed doing that. So we have just a few minutes left, and I figured um, this is some interesting news worth sharing, and maybe a little bit of a segue. Uh, Brad, I understand you have a, a monumental uh, occasion happening tomorrow. Yeah, my my twins turn seventeen tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. I mean, I know. Drew, you have a daughter that's you know same age, right? Yeah, she's seventeen. It just every yeah, time January. I'm talking about the '80s and doing stuck in the '80s, I'm thinking that's my you know my kids are in that same kind of zone right now. They are. They're not little anymore. They're not quite ready to go off to college, but they're getting pretty close. I mean, our spring break trip this year is back east to go look at colleges. But yeah, it's crazy having you know, almost fully formed adults in the house. Do you guys remember your 17th birthday? Um, yeah. It's I been do. a while. <laughs> Brad, do you remember yours? <laughs> I don't really remember anything specific about it, no. It took me a minute. 16 was a bigger yeah, deal. Yeah, driver's yeah. license. Yeah. It took me a minute to think about it. Um, summer of, this would have been summer of 84. Mm-hmm. Summer of 84, I went on a... Um, so here, I'll cut to the chase. I was in Switzerland when I turned seventeen. Oh my gosh! Um, summer. I think I've told this story once before. Uh, in the summer of '84, we had, we had this deal at my high school where you could go to Europe for the summer, and you went between your junior and your senior year. Nice. And it that was. Awesome. You I went, know. I think it was about four weeks, four and a half. It was a it was a month. Yeah. I think it was a solid month, and um, you got college credit for it. You got nine hours of humanities. Really. Yeah, you had to go. You do, you did these classes on the weekend leading up to the the trip at a junior college in town. Wow! wow. And so and so you so had homework. It was a complete boondog. Yeah, I was going to oh. say that sounded a little. It was a lot of work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's nine hours of college credit over the over the course of about two months. Yeah. So you went, we went we flew into London. We were in Paris, uh, a couple Florence. Um, we left Florence and. We went into Switzerland when I it was July 10th, and a bunch of us had birthdays on the trip. And for some weird reason, it became the tradition of whoever had a birthday that day, we threw them in the shower with all their clothes on. That so, makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I mean, Europeans, you know, sure. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you some often alcohol was involved. So I'm I'm pretty sure on the night of. My seventeenth birthday. I mean, I, I got. We were drinking um, Lohenbrau Zurich, you know, excessively. <laughs> yeah. Which and that beer, yeah. of course, is stronger than the American. Yeah, beer. it's like fourteen oh, yeah. point yeah. beer. Yeah, and we were not. You know, we were seven, sixteen, seventeen years old. We were not ready for for the power of that beer. And so I have photos somewhere of me being thrown in the shower, and then and then I also have a photo of me laying like half naked next to one of the other girls on the trip, and. Uh, Really? That is about. That's about where my my mind fades out. I don't, <laughs> and I don't think I'm pretty sure nothing happened. But um, but it was just one of those great nights, you know, where you're. I'm in Switzerland. Probably never be here again, you know. And you get you know doused in the shower and that's a great seventeenth birthday. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was fun. It was. It was a. I don't. I mean, I just. It was just one of those weird things that I couldn't believe that when. Drew asked me earlier today about 17-year-old birthdays, and I'm like, ah, I don't remember mine at all. Then suddenly I'm like, holy crap. Like, no. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it really well. Yeah. It was very like memorable. Just, yeah, yeah. So and I'm still in touch with some of the people. I, I'm still in touch with a girl who was sleeping next to me. So, 
Is that because uh, of the lawsuit or? Yeah. No, no. It's just, I, I got in touch with her <laughs> on Facebook. Do you have joint custody? No. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I got in touch with her a few years ago because I shared a bunch of photos that I had yeah. from that trip. And, That's cool. and, and so we, we got back in touch, but we're not. She, I think she, she lives over in Dallas, I think. But um, no tomfoolery there. But anyway, so well, I hope you have a, a great time. What do, they, what do you have planned for your for your kids? You know, I feel really horrible. You know, so much of Katie's and my kind of creative energy was going towards getting ready for the cruise that we're like, oh, crap, it's their birthday. What are we going to do? That's so, all right. You can just pay for the therapy for later. It's fine. It's, well, one way or the other. Katie, actually, Katie is undertaking this massive birthday cake project for my daughter who said the only thing she really wanted was – a cake like the cake that Harry Potter got on his 17th birthday, which was Aww. a cake shaped like a golden snitch. So oh, that's nice. My wife is baking. I'll, I'll post pictures. My wife is baking. It has the cake part, but it's this ball. I still don't know how she did that. And then she borrowed someone's pasta maker so she could make the wings. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is an architectural feat. So Jeez. she's, uh, yeah, she's digging deep for that one. Do they have their own cars yet or no? They share, they share custody of a car. <laughs> Which is working pretty that. well. My son was slow to get his driver's license. He got it about a month ago now. And so they're kind of – it's good. They're kind of working out how to how that works and who has to go get who. And like you know, Cameron drives to school in the morning and then Claire drives at home at night because of their schedules and stuff. Anyway, this is fascinating. I know. <laughs> well, what, what, so what happens when they go away to college? I mean does the car go with one of them or how's that going? I kind of would rather they not have a car at college. Really? Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I don't know what uh... – how are they going to drive their friends to the liquor store? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you make my point for me. You know, it really kind of depends. I mean, both of them, I know, again, this is fascinating. Both of them want to go out of state to go to school, which is like, really? California's awesome. So, and I mentioned we're actually going back east to look at colleges in April. How far back but, east? Because I gave my, my daughter a pretty much Colorado is the farthest east she can go. <laughs> no, we're, going, we're going to be in Boston. We're going to go up oh, to wow. we're going to go see Northeastern. We're going to go see University of Vermont. It's too far, man. Uh, we're going to go see Rensselaer. And we're going to go see uh, Worcester Polytechnic and Marist. You're just so making like, up things yeah, now. No, yeah. it's, no, it's, uh, Those places don't really exist. Hogwarts. Vermont and New York. Well, yeah, if Hogwarts <laughs> has a grad program, I think they'd be very interested. Anyway. Oh, that's great. Well, happy 80s birthday to them. Um, I will pass that along. Yeah, one of Cameron's gifts is basically tickets to three concerts this summer. So take them to see Duran Duran, The Cure, and Sting and Peter Gabriel. Wow. I'm kind of ticked at you for the last Duran Duran when you got when Cameron got sick and then you denied me going with you. I was like, come down, we'll go. And you're like, oh, no, I got to take leave, care of my kid. I can't leave him at home alone. <laughs> come on. He's sick. What were you going to do? It's not like he was dying. He was just sick. <laughs> He used to have anything better to do. Father of the year. <laughs> Father of the year, Drew Friedman. Yeah. Come on. He's 17 now. He can take care of himself. Wasn't 17 yet, though. <sighs> oh, come on. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to go, Drew. That, that, that is bad. I would have given, given him the tickets. I would have happily given him the tickets. I wanted you to come stuck. with me. And you're like, oh, no, my kid is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You can say that all you want, but it's not going to bother me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks, guys, for, for joining us now that we're back in the swing of things with this uh, show. Absolutely. I think this is the longest 80s news now you've ever done. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah, it's about twice as long as normal. The uh, Don't forget to email us about if you want to be in Let's Get Trivial. Uh, stay tuned. For, I like that tuned. title, by the way. Let's get, tri- <laughs> Let's get trivial. 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 <laughs> and we've got the tune for it now. 
I need to find a way to, to, to make a theme song, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, in the meantime, stay tuned for a promo code for the 2017 cruise. Look for that slideshow online. Don't forget our new email address, our new website, uh, which is basically just for the podcast. It's sit80s. Uh, dot com dot com, dot com. Uh, and then uh, you know stick around we're gonna have a great year we're gonna have a great year that's <laughs> <laughs> like someone drunk we're gonna have a great <laughs> year a hell of a show it's gonna be great bartender I need another drink that's <laughs> great and in the meantime uh, Drew Brad myself we'll all remain here hopelessly stuck in the eighties. <laughs> Stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production. Please listen responsibly.